can you imagine if we were more obedient? If we took God at His word? There is a reason to believe God. There is a reason to our faith. You could be poor in the eyes of men and yet rich in the eyes of God. Joy and satisfaction comes by knowing your purpose in life. Hello, beloved around the world. Welcome to Kingdom Insight. This is Evangelist Dr. Kazumba Charles of Christ Passion Evangelistic Network. We love winning souls. We love teaching the Word of God. We love bringing the Word that brings people closer to the heart of God. We understand that God did not give us His Word as a, as, as a beating stick or as a, as a spanking stick. He gave us the Word to build us up to build our relationship with him, to empower us to do greater and mighty things. And this day, today, I bring you a very powerful program and a very powerful topic, breaking limitations, breaking the chains of limitation. There are so many people who have put so many limitations upon their lives. Others, they look at their background, where they come from, what they've been, they were involved in. Others, they look at their educational level, or where they've been, or how their education is, if, whether they have a degree or not. Others, they just look at themselves to think uh, they are not qualified to do something for God. But I, I've got good news for you. God is the one who qualifies the unqualified. Now, when I make that statement, I'm not saying you don't go and pursue education. I'm not saying you don't go and study at a Bible college. Myself, I went to Bible college for seven years. I sat studying the Word of God because it's just so powerful to study the Word of God. Now, what I'm talking about is the limitation, the chains of limitation, the chains of limitation that puts people into bondage, that stops people from doing what God has called them to do. And we understand, if you look at God, if you look at, into the Word of God, God has no limits. He can do far above and beyond what you and I can imagine. But what stops God from doing far above? Above and beyond. It's the, the limitation that we put upon our mind. It's the limitation that we put upon the power of the Word of God. It's the limitation that we put on uh, Jesus Christ and what He is capable of doing. I want to share with you, first of all, a scripture or a story or an account, per se, of uh, a man we find in Judges chapter 6, verse 14 to uh, verse 11 to 14. Uh, let's read this. Then the angel of the Lord came and sat under the oak that was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Absalite. Now look at this. As his son Gideon was beating out wheat in the winepress in order to save it from the Midianites. Now you got to understand here, Gideon is thrashing wheat, trying to go and hide it because the Midianites were coming to plunder the crops. They were coming to plunder the crops and the Bible records that at this time the, the people of, of Israel were in poverty. They were impoverished because the enemy was not only taking away their, their wheat, they were even destroying it. Now 
Gideon, obviously here, he is complaining as we're going to see in the scripture. He is complaining to God. God, why don't you do something? And God is saying, why don't you, Gideon, do something? Gideon is saying, God, why don't you do something? Because Gideon finds himself in a limited place. He can't face this enemy. And yet God sees Gideon as a man who can break the chains of uh, you know, uh, of poverty that the Midianites were bringing upon the children of Israel. Let's continue reading. The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to Gideon, he said this, The Lord is with you, O valiant, O almighty man of valor. Now look at this. Here is a man who is intimidated by the enemy. Here is a man who is so scared by the enemy. And God he sees him very differently. Gideon sees himself as a limited person. He can't go and fight the battle. He can't go and fight the enemy. But God sees him as a valiant, as a might man of valor. Gideon doesn't see himself that way. Why? It's because Gideon has put a limitation of what God can do through himself or what God can do in his life. And there are so many people around the world as you're watching me. I know even yourself. You may feel limited to break away from the poverty of the history of your family. You may feel limited to break through. You know, maybe your, your, your family has never done anything and you're looking at yourself, you're giving an excuse to say, I can't do this, I can't be that because my family does not have that background. Come on, God is about to break that chains of limitation that you've put upon yourself and upon God here. Look at here, Gideon, God refers to him as a mighty man of valor. He says to him this way, then Gideon said to him, Oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why the then as all these things happened, Gideon begins to blame God. Gideon begins to tell God, well, God, if you have been with us, why are these things happening? How many people are questioning and asking the things that are happening in their lives to say, where is God? Oh, God, if you love me, where, where are you? God, if these things are happening, where are you? Look, we put a limitation on God when we do that, those things like that. Gideon here is saying, oh God, where have you been? And have you, have you allowed all these things to happen? Here it continues and uh, he says this, here's Gideon telling God, and where are all your miracles which our forefathers told us about? Now Gideon is telling God, if you're saying I'm a mighty man of valor, uh, where are you? Where have you been? Why have you allowed all these uh, evil things to happen? And where are the miracles that you promised? I know most of you, you've been told by your pastors that God is going to do greater and mighty things. But when you're going through a tough situation, you ask yourself, well, my pastor prophesied or that prophet prophesied, where are the miracles? Where are the breakthroughs? Where are the things? Look, it's because you have put a limitation on what God can do. That's why you haven't seen what he wants to do in your life. Let's continue reading here. Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? 
but not but now the Lord has abandoned us and given us to the median look many people when they first challenges they begin to think God has abandoned them look just because you're going through a, a, a tough situation just because you have a sickness or a disease in your life it doesn't mean God has abandoned you it doesn't mean God has abandoned you God is still God he can do what he desires to do and I'm not gonna tell you those uh, stuff the people say if you only you have more faith then God can heal you God can heal you even if you don't have faith and God can heal you even if you have faith because our God does not work based on certain principles he works based on his heart his character and his nature he is able to demonstrate his power where there is nothing and he's able to demonstrate his power where there is something faith yes we need faith to see God work powerfully in our lives but really what happens is not that people don't have the faith they just put the limitation on what God can do they put limitations on what God can do and Gideon he's, he's one of those people who did that he said the Lord looked at him here is the Lord now. He looked at him and said, go in this your strength. Look, God doesn't buy the story of Gideon. God doesn't start having a conversation with Gideon. He doesn't start giving him the reasons why Gideon isn't seeing the miracles that God promised to his forefathers. God doesn't get into all those debates. He doesn't get into all those things to convince you. All he says to Gideon here is this, go in the power or in the strength that you have in you now if I was Gideon I'm gonna start looking at myself because I've been just whining I've been complaining to God and here's God telling me go in the strength that is in you do I even know I got the strength look when you put a limitation over your life and over what God can do, it blinds you to the power and the ability of God to do extraordinary things. And it blinds you to the power of God that turns ordinary things into an extraordinary things. Here, Gideon is blinded by the fact that all he sees is trouble. All he sees is the enemy's strength. He doesn't see his own strength. He doesn't see his own power. And God is telling him now, go in the power that is in you. God is telling you as you're watching this program, you've been whining or crying or crying out to God to say, God, why does our family suffer? Why does everything I touch don't succeed? Why does everything I do don't go anywhere? God is saying to you, stop crying, stop whining, just believe in me. Just believe in me. Lift off the lead of limitation and I'm going to show you my strength. I'm going to show you the greatness that I have. I want to give you another story here. This story is found in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 to 10. Here is a man, and I love this man, because this is a man who finds, he sees a limitation in his life. And this limitation had to do with his name. He sees his, his name was bringing a limitation. But he's not going to ask God. He's not going to question God. He's going to pray to God to lift off those limitations so that he can be all that God has called him to be. Now look at First uh, Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 to 10. Jabez, the Bible records, was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother named him Jabez, saying, because I bore him with pain. 
Oh, there it is now. Look, meaning the name Jabez simply means pain. This is what is happening here. Jabez simply means pain. Now, if you know the power behind names, I'm writing a book which will be completed uh, uh, early next year here. Uh, the book is titled uh, Discovering the Power of God in You. And in that book, I talk about uh, the power and the influence of your name and my name. The power and the influence of the name of God. Why does the Bible tell us to pray in the name of God? It's not a formula. It's not a formula that tradition and the religious leaders have taught us to be a formula in the name of, of God, in the name of God. Look, we see the sons of Siva, they try to use the name of God to try and cast out the devils and yet they were not connected to God. And when they use the name in the name of Jesus, the demons, they beat them badly. And the Bible says that they ran out of that house naked. What are you telling me? The people were calling upon the name of God? Look, Calling upon the name of God is not a formula. There is something that the name of Jesus Christ tells about. When we pray, for example, in the name of Jesus, it simply means this. In the same spirit and in the same ability and in the same power that the name of Jesus Christ carries, I come against you. Meaning the same power that is in the name of Jesus has to operate and to work through whatever situation. So here Jabez was named Jabez because his mother bore him in pain. Meaning whatever the name was on Jabez, it was a symbol of the pain. Wherever you call Jabez, you're calling the pain. The pen. So Jabez was smart enough to know that the name had the limitation over his life. He's going to do something very wonderful. He's going to do something very, very uh, great here. We continue to read. It says, Now Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you'd bless me indeed and enlarge my border. Now listen to this. And enlarge my border, and that your hand might be with me, and that you would keep me from arm. That it may not pain me. Look, he, he, calls, he goes back to the word pain. Because his name means what? Pain. Whatever was going on in Jabez's life would have to bring pain. So Jabez knows the limitation he has is what? It's going to be a pain. So he prays to God and he says, uh, he says, uh, you'd keep me from arm, and that it may not pain me. And God granted him his request. Let, let, me, let me just give you some pointers here. Pain is simply suffering, torment, or discomfort. Suffering or torment can put a person, uh, uh, can put a lot of limitation on a person. Because uh, if, 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 for example, I'm trying to charge forward and you come, you are piercing me or something is piercing me where I'm trying to go or it's poking me so hard and it's so painful, I will do what? I will stop because I don't want that suffering. So here, Jabez had to cry to God to say, take away this pain, take away the influence of my name, which symbolizes pain, away from me. 
And because of pain, many people don't want to step out and to step into their destiny. Many people don't want to step forward and do everything. Look, you face challenges that is going to be very painful. Words, negativity, that is going to be very painful. People will call you names, that is going to be very painful. People will call you crazy names that you, you even go, go and look and you say, oh my goodness, this is painful. It becomes so painful. And because of those words, many people give up on what God has called them to be. Many people give up on their Christianity. Many people give up on their connectivity with God. Why? Because of pain. It brings a limitation. Pain brings a limitation into your life of what you can do. I remember as a soccer player playing soccer, whenever my knee was so painful, especially the knee, the worst you know, pain that you don't want to, to have as an athlete is the joint pains. Because as an athlete, I want to be able to turn. I want to be able to run. I want to be able to turn quicker. But I can't turn quicker if my, my, my joint, like my knee or my ankle, are so painful. It brings a limitation. Up to now, I had the surgeries on my knee. I don't just turn faster. I have a limitation. I have to walk. I have to turn swiftly, slowly, and then go on. Why? Because the pain brings a limitation on what you can do. What pain has been inflicted in your life? What is the pain that you have gone through? Is it the abuse? Is it the rejection? Is it the persecution? What kind of pain? And you yourself, you can know. It is because of that pain you are holding back on what God can do in your life. And I believe God in this season wants to break the chains of limitation so that he can use you. He can use you. He can mold you. He can do what he wants to do with your life. Look here. If you look, uh, the, the only thing stopping many Christians from allowing the kingdom of God to rule and reign in us is the limits that we put we place on God I refuse to put a limit on God as we go into the world preaching uh, across the world uh, at the crusades, I refuse to put limitations on God. I refuse to have limitation that has got to do with finances. I refuse to have limitation of what energy I offer to God. I give my all. I refuse to put any limitation. And each time we've done that, we have seen the greatness of God. We have had good news of people being set free. We have had good people, good, many, many people giving their lives to the Lord. Let me share this with you. I was just in Prince Albert not too long ago, and I was preaching on moving in the power of the Holy Spirit. As I finished preaching, it was so shocking to me that uh, a lady came to me and approached me and said, Man of God, I want you to know. I want to give my life to the Lord. I want to bring uh, uh, something that I've had for so many years, and it has been bothering me. It has been holding me from God. And the lady mentioned, I said, What is it that you're going to bring that you want to surrender. She, she told me she wanted to surrender a pistol and some drugs. Now you think about it, a pistol and a drug. I have never seen at such a close range a gun. I have never seen such a close range at drugs. But here is what is happening. Why? Because the limitation of what was limiting her was broken. And the limitation upon my life of not stopping to go and preach the gospel I had to produce fruits. And here is a 
person. And the other day, I received a text message from the same place saying, I'm going to turn in my, my child to the police. He missed the court healing. Now he's back. After healing the word of God, we want to do what is right. We're going to go back to the police. It's breaking my heart. Look, if I had given my heart and my ear to all the opposition, to everything that was said, today those people can never do what is right. Today those people can never abandon being in, in a gang member, but they have seen the light of God. They have seen the salvation of God. Why? I had to win the battle first of all. I had to win the battle. I had to say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to pursue God. I'm going to respond to what God is doing. Same with you. Whatever limitation, what kind of limitation is on your life? What is it you're saying you can't do? Because in Christ and in God and with God and in God, you can do far more and beyond and above what you even think. It doesn't, God doesn't need your skills. God gives the skills. God doesn't need you to know. God gives the knowledge. God doesn't need your wisdom. God gives you the wisdom. And when God gives you all this wisdom, you become a giant in the kingdom of God. You are not scared. You don't have the fear that the other people have. Why? You have lifted off the limits that you have put on God and God begins to do wonders. God begins to do miraculous. Look, Jesus goes into his hometown and the Bible records that in this hometown he could not do many miracles. Why? Because the people had put limitation over what he was able to do. Actually, as a matter of fact, they were too familiar with who he was. They said, this is the son of a carpenter. This is the son of Mary. We know his brother. We know his sisters. They reduced him to the level at which they were operating. But Jesus left that town. And it, it, we, we have a, rec a record in the Bible. He did miracles outside there. Why? Because whenever there is... A Wherever you don't place a limit or wherever there is no limitation, God's power, God's spirit, God's anointing, God's fire, God's anointing move and move and does greater and mighty things. Whatever limitation, it may be a words of discouragement that people have spoken in your life. It may be a curse that somebody spoke into your life. It may be some limitation, some fear in the name of Jesus. I pray to you and I pray for you that it is broken today as you listen to this word. You don't have to live your life in fear. Look, uh, if you see Gideon, Gideon, what was in him was uh, three things. Gideon, he was fearful of the enemy. Gideon doubted if God was going to do anything. And the other thing, Gideon thought he, had, he did not have the physicality or the physical ability to do what God can do. Look, you don't need your physical ability. Yes, you need to have uh, that physical ability, but in the spiritual realm, your physical ability cannot, you know, cannot overpower something that is supernatural. It's only God's anointing that is what you're looking for. That is what 
I need. Thus Jabez, knowing the limitation, he cried out to who? He cried out to God. God, that you may bless me indeed. Bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. Break all those chains. Break all those limitations that comes over my life so that I can be and do greater things. And not only that, so that I don't live into this uh, painful moment. I want to read Isaiah 51 verse 1. Behold, the Lord's end is not too short that it cannot save you. God has no limits. Here, Isaiah 51 verse 1 says what? Behold, the Lord's hand is not so short that it cannot uh, save you. No, is here so dull that it cannot hear you. You know, God isn't, uh, is, is, isn't just uh, not listening to your prayers. God knows your prayers. God wants to answer your prayers. God wants to do greater things in your life. But the problem is that you have put a limitation on him, on what he can do. Here in uh, Isaiah 51 verse 1, as we continue to read, it says, But your iniquities have made, have made a separation between you and God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear you. Now, I know here, we, 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 as we look at this scripture, we leave it just to the point of uh, righteousness. Really what it's talking about here is that uh, sin, sin just comes to limit what God can do with us. Because sin blacks us out from uh, the light of God that God has provided. That's why it's saying here, your iniquities and your sin have separated you from God. God, is, his hand is not too short from touching you. God's hand is not too short from changing your life. God's hand is not too short from healing you. God's hand is not too short from doing the miraculous in your life. I want you to begin to rise up. I want you to begin to stand on the word of God and say, the Bible says this, the word of God, when God speaks, his word, does not go back to him void. God does not just speak empty, empty words like people. He doesn't make empty promises. We people can make promises and we break them, not God. God has got a powerful character. He's got a powerful nature. And his nature is to keep word to his word. And whenever he speaks, he comes to accomplish his word. Whatever he has spoken in your life, Whatever you are said to do in your life, I want you to understand this. God wants to fulfill His words. God wants to do what He has promised to do in your life. Don't put those limitations. Whatever pain you are going through, I want you to know your God, our God, is capable. He's capable of transforming your life. He's capable of bringing a breakthrough in your life. He's capable of reviving the dead bones back to life. He's capable of speaking life in a lifeless situation. All you need is to see God above and beyond that limit that you have in your life. I want to encourage you as I close here that you may understand God wants to do something greater in your life. God wants to show himself strong in your life. You are a mighty man and a mighty woman of valor. You are not just a nobody. The God who lives in you is powerful. The God who lives in you is greater. The God who lives in you is gracious. He wants to see your life changed. 
He wants to see your life transformed wherever you are watching us. I don't want to leave this broadcast without giving, without helping you give the, your life to the Lord. Pray with me. Say, Dear Jesus, I surrender my life. I lift off all the limitations that I've put upon you, upon my life. Help me to live a life that is according to your plan and your glory. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me and wash me in Jesus' name. If you have prayed that prayer, I want to hear from you. I want you to write to us. The number and the, the, the email is just right there on the screen. Live at kazumbachows.com. You can also go to our website, www.kazumbachows.com. Also, you can visit our ministry website, which is www.christpassion.org. Also, you can see the books uh, on the screen there. I want to send you those books, Revisiting the Foundation, The Weapon of Forgiveness, and The Parable of the Kingdom of God. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. It is such an honor and a privilege for me to come into your home and to share the love and the power of the Word of God. God bless you. Until then, Shalom.